Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Fenton, and this is Your Health Matters. This podcast is here to help you learn more about your health and the healthcare system so that you can advocate for what you need. One of the phrases I've been seeing more and more of is listen to your body and what it needs. And I think this is great. I think that um, we're learning that every person has unique individual needs and it is important that you learn to connect to that. So when you're doing um, movement or eating, you're actually present to what you need. And I think that this can be incredibly hard to do if this is not something you've really done before. And even we've been kind of conditioned to stop listening to our body. So I'll give an example. Um, For me, it started really, really young, like in elementary school. So I remember I I must have been in first or second grade. I went to use the bathroom and 30 minutes later, I needed to use it again. And my teacher wouldn't allow me to go. She said that I had gone too many times and that I don't need to actually use the bathroom. So what that taught me was when I'm thirsty, don't drink water because my teacher may not let me go to the bathroom and I may be sitting there in a lot of pain needing to use the bathroom, right? So it started really young and even went over into healthcare for me as a physical therapist, um, particularly in the clinics that I was in where I was seeing 16 patients a day, it would be back to back to back, and there was no space in my schedule um, to really allow myself to drink water or to nourish myself or really take care of myself during the day, which is kind of ironic since I'm there teaching people how to take care of their own bodies, and I'm in a situation that I can't really do that for myself. So that might be the same for you too. You may have been taught things Um, around movement, around drinking, around eating, around anything um, that you shouldn't pay attention to those signals because it's going to inconvenience someone else, right? So now that maybe you're getting to a point where you're like, okay, I'm actually going to listen to my needs, it may become kind of difficult to actually do that. Um, especially when we're really busy, it can be hard to figure out like, how do I listen to myself? How do I know what I actually need in this moment? Um, Particularly when I'm thinking about movement, some days you may wake up in the morning feeling really tired and you may ask yourself, should I actually be moving today? And so I can't answer that question for you. It might be something that you need to look into for yourself, but I know this is this is generally my response when I'm really tired and feeling like I don't want to move most of the time, unless I have some kind of pain or injury or I literally had like less than six hours of sleep, um, I will get up and move. And maybe my movement, though, looks a little bit different. So if I'm looking at uh, weightlifting, for example, I might not lift as heavy because I'm feeling tired. And when I'm feeling tired, I know that I have an increased chance of injury. So I might just do lighter weights or no weights and go through those movements anyways. And I find that after I move, I actually feel more energized then. So that's just an example of 
listening to what you need and still doing the things that are going to progress you towards your goals and make you feel better in general. Um, Another example of this was I was taking a yoga class a couple years ago and I was really tired. Like I had not slept a lot the night before. Um, I was I was at my studio at Bright Heart Yoga Studio and I was feeling very stressed about some business things and having a really hard time moving. Like I literally felt like I was moving through molasses trying to get myself to move. My eyes were feeling really heavy. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna take child's pose and kind of see what happens. Literally took a nap for 20 minutes. <laughs> And then I was actually able to get up and finish the practice um, in a modified way, but I was actually able to move and breathe. And in that moment, I was listening to what I needed and did that. And again, it's not it's not an easy practice for me because I've been trained over the years to not listen to myself. Um, and so it's a learning and also an unlearning of, of how to... Um, be there for myself rather than worrying about inconveniencing others. So I wanted to give you three ways that I find really helpful in learning how to listen to your body. So the first one is meditating. So when you meditate and you sit in stillness, you actually get confronted with the thoughts, feelings, um, emotions that you may be having And then you actually get time to process and sit in stillness with those things. And when you can sit in stillness, you can start to actually hear the signals from your body. And when you can hear those signals, then you can actually know what you need to do. And sometimes if you don't know what you need to do, what you'll find that you need to do, as I'm repetitive here, what you'll find that you need to do is reach out for help and have someone help you figure out what's next for you, whether that be movement, eating, emotionally with like a therapist, right? So I find meditating can be um, really helpful for that. And if you're new to meditating, I always suggest that you actually just start with closing your eyes and taking five deep breaths and that's it. And then slowly building from there, maybe having a guided um, meditation helping you. And Honestly, 10 minutes a day is is more than enough um, to sit there with a meditation and to start to process how you actually feel in your body. The second thing is yoga. Uh, Yoga, particularly the physical practice. And the physical practice allows you to connect your breath and your movement. And so I have done a million types of workouts. Um, Particularly being a physical therapist, I find it's important to go try a lot of different workouts so that um, I can understand what my clients are doing. And I can honestly say that no type of movement, um, besides the next one I'll talk about, no type of movement has really helped me learn to listen to what I need than yoga has. It is a process of connecting to your breath. And when you actually fully connect to your breath, you can be present. And when you're present, then you can actually show up for what you need. A lot of times the reasons why it is hard to tell what you need is because you're not actually present. You're thinking about all the things other people have told you um, that you should or need to do. 
And so then it is really hard to tell um, for yourself what you actually need. And your breath really helps you to do that. So that's why I love the practice, the practice of yoga, because um, it really helps with that. And if you're newer to the practice of yoga um, or meditating, uh, stay tuned because I'm going to have a challenge coming soon where we have four days of a 20-minute yoga practice and, a, and one day of a 10-minute yoga practice. And this might be a good way for you to start and really get into the practice of listening to your needs. The final thing that I find is really helpful um, is walking and intentional walking. So not listening to music, not listening to a podcast, not being on your phone, just walking, looking at the neighborhood that you're in um, and really seeing what's around you. Uh, walking can actually be a form of meditation because you are intentionally moving and seeing what's around you. So it can be really helpful because it can start to help you um, tune in to what your body needs. So again, the three things that I find are really helpful to start to tap in to listen to what you actually need are one, meditation, two, yoga, and number three, walking. Um, these practices, again, will help you tap into how you are feeling, and then you will begin to translate that into your daily life. So I hope these three things will help you feel more connected to yourself. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Health Matters. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And to learn more from me, follow me on Instagram at Dr. Jackie Fenton. I look forward to chatting with you next week.